Hello friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 331 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm talking to you all about shining bright like a diamond. Listen folks, nobody wins when you dim your light. Nobody wins when you cut yourself down, when you make yourself smaller. I am incredibly, incredibly passionate about this topic. I am incredibly, incredibly fired up for this episode. So let's hop on in. But first, hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get Maestro Five. Three, two, one. Hello, friends. Maestro here bringing you another episode of my most favorite podcast. I'm going to switch up today's topic. You don't even know that I'm switching it up, but I'm telling you now. I had a different one in mind. If you are uh, on my email list, which you should be, uh, Courtney, if you could drop the the join the list link, that would be great. Uh, If you're on my email list, I I sent out an email last week about what I, I titled it the plight of the multi-passionate and I had gotten I received a question about you know what do you do if you're multi-passionate uh, and so I wrote about that in the email and I was gonna make that a today's topic but then I spoke with someone uh, someone who's very close to me and she said you know I really liked how you sat on a call the other night you know how dimming your light helps no one and I was like ma'am I say that pretty much on every call that you've ever been on with me and she was like this could be true, but I hear things when I'm ready and, you know, things land different at different times. Uh, and so I'm actually going to make today's episode about that. The, the long and the short of the, the plight of the multi-passionate is that you pick one thing, double down on it, own it, do the other things kind of in the background for fun, scratch the itch. When you've mastered this one thing, you move on to the next. And then ultimately one day you can ideally kind of, you know, amalgamate things, meld them all together and create your own, you know, spin on things using all of the, the expertise that you've acquired over the, over the years. Okay. So that's the long and the short of the plight of the multi-passionate. Pick one thing, focus on it, become so dope. You don't have to monetize all of your passions, right? Just focus on one thing and scratch the itch with the others. Once this one is, you're good, you go on to the next one, build that up and then you blend them all together. But today let's talk about shining bright like a diamond. I won't sing the song, but you know the song I'm talking about, bright like a diamond. The whole concept here, friends, and I'm really specifically speaking to my my women in the audience, females in the audience, dimming your light, cutting yourself down helps no one. I see folks doing it in an effort to soften themselves, in an effort to be Uh, you know, what I would think is what I perceive to be more relatable. And that's the regular more, M-O-R-E. I almost couldn't spell it. That's not the good more. This is the more relatable, basic. And I get it. There's safety in the numbers. There's safety in acceptance. I get that. But it's these same voices that are actually leaders, and they want to be leaders, and they are leaders. Uh, 
and softening your message by cutting yourself down, by dimming your light, by not celebrating your wins, by not even talking about your wins, it helps no one. It doesn't help the people around you. It doesn't help you. I, I made a Facebook group, I don't know, maybe three years ago called P4520. And it was inspired by the NPR episode, Men 45, Women 0. And it was speaking of, it was referencing the number of male presidents to the number of female presidents. And in that episode, actually, Court, if you could link that, that'd be awesome. Uh, it's, it's NPR, Men 45, Women 0, something like that. Um, in case any of you folks want to listen. And, and in that, kind of the long and the short, what I took away from it is like, people are going to think you're a bitch regardless, so you might as well go and get yours. Right? You might as well lead from the front because the stank people, I should say, the stank people, the salty people, they're going to think that you're a bitch either way. Ignore them. Right? We're not about them. Let's focus on the ones who support you. Let's focus on the ones who need you, who need you to step up into that light. Let's internalize that and focus on, on you. And what, I mean, what I mean by that is I was having a discussion the other day in the DMs, really good discussion. Let me see if I can pull it up so I can read it. All right, so she said, a few months ago, I realized I was living my dream and had never allowed myself to dream bigger because I never thought it would actually happen. You girls, a dreamer now. And I think this ties into the, so exactly what we've been talking about. If you don't allow yourself to celebrate your wins, you never realize that you've won. Sometimes people can, but I have, I have seen it. When people don't allow themselves to celebrate, when they're just like, oh, this is either one hand, they're just like, this is what I do and it's just how it is. Or if they suppress that, they repress that, they never realize like, hey, this is a win. And if you don't do that, you may fail to realize that you're, you've achieved the thing that you want. You're, you've proven to yourself that things are possible, which means more is possible. But you never even get there because you're just like, I can't even talk about it. You know, this is cool. Like, I, I met my goals. Like, I did this thing. Fuck, man, I want you to celebrate. And I understand it is going to be different for different people and more difficult for some people. This is a discussion that I have with Jill quite a bit. I. And thank you all who listened to that episode, actually both episodes on Monday. I brought her on my podcast and uh, she brought me on her podcast. Courtney, if you could link those, the FitBiz You episode and the Maestro on the Mic episode from Monday, that'd be awesome. So if you folks want to hear more about us, it was really cool. A bunch of you reached out and were like, I listened to two hours of you talking because each, each podcast is about an hour. I listened to two hours of you talking and I wasn't bored. So I have people that are in currently in, you know, working with me and working with us and in Legacy. And they were like, I already know what you both were going to say. And I still listened to two hours and I still walked away with something. And I was like, that is just so awesome. And I appreciate you all so much for that. So this is a discussion that I do have with Jill. And I think I talked about it on the podcast where, you know, Jill and I look very different. And I think it's super important for her to show up in all of her Jillness. And celebrating all of her success and showing other people who look like her what's possible. I already do that. And I, I, I have people reach out and they're just like, thank you for doing that. And, you know, looking the way that you do and showing me that I can do things and look that way. It is important to me that people who are in this position and, you know, Jill and especially that 
leading women, that they step into that light and they show people it's okay to succeed is great. And then you need to go and celebrate yourself. When you shrink yourself, no one wins. I was actually just in the, at the, uh, the United Women Summit, right? That event was amazing. And, and Christy King, Christy, excuse me, Chrissy King, I, had, I got LCK in my head here. Chrissy King spoke about this, actually. I spoke first during that. We did this little, we did a different uh, opening for the, for the, the summit. And I gave like a little 10 minute, like a little short thing. And, and my speech, my, my spiel, that's what I want to say. My, my speech, my spiel was about, it's okay to be okay. I, we, I think that we know by now it's okay to not be okay. I think we, I, at least I feel like I see the message all the time. Like it's okay to rest. It's okay to not be okay. And I'm like, yes, I get it. Of course, if you're tired, take a fucking rest. The flip side is if you're okay, that's okay too. If you're okay and other people aren't okay, that's okay. You trying to find hurt, you trying to dim yourself, you trying to make yourself smaller doesn't help them. Chrissy came up later and was just like, you know, that landed with me because she's had a lot of success. And she's like, you know, I don't know what's okay to, to celebrate and, and put out there into the world and, and talk about. I don't want to make people feel bad. And I get that. I get that you care. This doesn't come from a place of like, fuck you all. Look at me win. This comes from a place of being confident in your in your wins, sharing them and showing others it's possible. And then using those wins to help others when possible. I think this ties into that privilege discussion. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. We all have privilege. Okay. James Olivia talks about this in such a good way, much better than I can. But we all have privilege. Privilege is inherent. It's, it, it's just, it, is, it is, right? Privilege is, I should say that. Privilege is. Some people are born with it. Some people gain it through certain actions. But either way, we all have different types of of privilege. Number one, if we are so focused on everyone else's privilege, we will miss our own. We will fail to see our, our own. And when I say privilege, I should have said this first, it is not inherently negative. I think that it's come to be a very negative, seemingly negative word, but it's not inherently negative. If we're so focused on everyone else's privilege and perhaps how they have it easy or easier we will miss our own. And so this ties into the discussion from before where it may be easier for someone who looks like me, perhaps, to celebrate a win than perhaps someone who looks like Jill. Guess what? It is what it is. Um, if you're so focused on how it's easier for somebody else, you will miss the ways in other ways in which your life is easier. Second to that, if you are so focused on feeling guilty about your privilege. You will never be able to use it to help other people. One more time, if you are so focused on feeling guilty about your privilege, you will never be able to use it to help other people. So yes, it is super important to realize your privilege and realize where you're coming from and the things, the benefits that you may have and, and the leg up that you may have, but just feeling bad about it, what does that do? When you succeed with something, just feeling bad about it, not talking about it, what does that do? Who does that help? No one. Dimming your light helps no one. It doesn't help those around you. 
they're still going to be feeling bad. If they feel bad to start off with, they're going to keep feeling bad. What you can do is show hope and show people, hey, this is possible. And it doesn't have to even be that, like, I'm going to use the term that's kind of self-centered of, like, I did it, you can do it, because maybe people don't even want that fucking thing. That's fine. But showing people that success in any way that they define it is possible, that achieving goals in whatever, you know, they've defined those goals to be is possible. That celebrating these things is a, a very good thing and a very helpful thing. I want to take it back to that, that DM that I received. And it, when she said it to me, I was like, damn, that just hit me. If you don't celebrate these things, you don't realize these things, you don't, you know, underline it and say, yeah, this happened. It stops you from thinking about doing more. And not that you always need to be more, 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 more. But you're never even going to think about it because you're just like, this is it. And you don't even celebrate it. I think that that also ties into to contentment. It's almost like you can't even be content because you're like, oh, I just, I feel kind of bad about it. I don't even want I don't know if I want to talk about it. So, you know, I think in the last episode, was it maybe? Talked about contentment. Uh, and I think that's a, a, a huge thing in terms of success and creating success and contentment with what we currently have. Contentment is not resignation, right? Like, oh, well, this is all it's going to be ever. But just looking at it and being like, yeah, I'm really happy with this. I am content. This is, this is really, really good. But if you feel bad about it, you're not even going to be there. So you see how you're, you're even working against yourself in, in, that, in that regard. All right, so I, I knew this wouldn't be a super long episode because I don't, I don't think it needs to be picked apart that much. This is just something that I wanted to put out there, something that I think is important to, to speak about because I see it. And I see it on social media. I actually, did I do it as a, I think I did it as a podcast episode. Courtney, can you check and see if the episode respected or relatable is, I think that was an episode. I know I asked about it on social media and, and I asked, would you rather be respected or relatable? Or related to. And, you know, it's, it's not a binary. Like I asked it in that regard because I wanted to see what people would say. But we know in real life, it's not like you pick one or the other. But I wanted to see where people would lean. And it's my opinion that people would rather be related to, relatable, than respected. They'd rather, they'd rather lean that way. And that's fine. I don't think it's wrong. But I do want to caution you. You know, when we're looking at social media, we're looking at creating a brand, anything like that. Freaking that. Am I creating a brand? You, you have a brand right now. Just you being alive. That's your brand. It's you. How you show up. I want to caution people against cutting themselves down to be more relatable. What if we lift others up? And again, this is not in that like egocentric way of like, get on my level and do things the exact way that I do. Not at all. It's just making sure that we're not literally cutting ourselves down, softening the edges, not saying the things that we want to be saying. And again, it's not going in and being like, you know, don't say things to intentionally hurt people. You shouldn't be saying those things. But just even just celebrating your success and, and you know, celebrating yourself and sharing your wins. I see so much hiding of that and softening of that and largely from women. 
I see them leading with their failures. And I've done episodes in the past where I, I believe failure is a choice, right? It's just how we view something. But they say it as a failure. People, you know, call it a failure. I really don't love that approach. I don't, you know, you learn. You can objectively fail like a test, but even still, then you're learning. Uh, but I, I just, you know how I am with words. I don't love that whole, you know, champion of championing of struggling and, and failure and things like that. But I see a lot of women lead with their failures. So as not to come off as too successful, not to come off as a bitch, not to come off as too much. I'm going to tell you right now, other women don't want that, right? They want, there are plenty of women out there, I will say, that want to hear about your success, that are lit the fuck up by hearing your success. You know how I know? Because they DM me. They listened to that episode on Monday and they messaged me and they were like, I am ready to go. I am on a rocket ship. I am so excited about my business. And we were talking about our own businesses on those episodes. Those other women exist. So tying back to that point that I said earlier, right? The stank people are going to be stank no matter what. No matter if you say nothing, you say something, they're going to figure out some way. to. They're going to have something to say about you. So don't focus on them. I promise you, right? We talk about attraction marketing and the law of attraction. You put that good good out there, it'll come right back. Those are the people that you will attract. The people that get amped by your success, right? Not the people that get intimidated by your success. The people that want you to succeed, they are, they are out there. I know for a fact, I'm not blowing smoke. I'm not talking down my ass here. I speak to these people. They're in my DMs. They're my friends. They're in the mafia. They're your friends. You're friends with them. I know a bunch of you are your mafiosos. You're in, my, you're in my fam. So I know that you get this. Let's focus on those people. Let's attract those people. And then, from a being helpful, helpful perspective, for those people that are not stank, but they're just quiet, but they, they're leaning towards the good side, right? They want, they want that success. They want to see you succeed. If you show them it's okay to talk about it, you show them it's okay to lead with your successes, it's okay to step into your power, they will do the same. You do not need to lead with your failures, right? I see it on social media and it drives me crazy. And the reason I know that you don't have to do that is because men don't do that and they are doing just fine. So I know that it is a tactic that doesn't have to occur in order for people to be taken seriously. Yes, is it easier for men to do it because of the society we're in? Yes, it's fine. But what are you going to do about it? Right? You can just sit there and just be like, eh. or we could show up and step into that and gain the support and lead with our expertise, instead of trying to be relatable right off the bat. This is not saying like, I don't care if people like me. That is a, this is a completely different, that, that sounds like a sociopath. That's like, like, that's, I don't know what's going on with that. We want to be liked. There's nothing wrong with that. We are a social species. We want to be accepted. And I know that's part of the reason why people would choose, like, I want to be relatable, or I want like, you know, I'm going to cut things down and soften things so that I can stay and so this, I have this community. I'm going to promise you right now, there's a community out there that will accept you big, that will accept you taking up space, that will accept you leading with success, that will accept you sharing your wins. I know it. I see them. It's the mafia. It's the people in my Insta fam. They are there. And I will also say that we need more women that are willing to step up and do this. I encourage you. 
celebrate your wins, lead with your expertise. There's nothing wrong with doing it. I know, I get it, I hear it. It will be easier perhaps for someone who looks like me. But you not doing that, you softening yourself, you showing up in a way that isn't authentic to you, that ends up being way harder for you in the long run. And in the, in, the, in the beginning, maybe it's a little bit easier and you're like, all right, I'll just like kind of fly like this and be accepted. And then maybe you look around and you're like, is this the crew that I even want to be accepted by? Because you keep cutting yourself down and you're like, you're, no, you're bigger than that. Share your wins. Show up. No one wins when you dim your light. You don't win. Those around you don't win. All right, so I'm looking over at my board. Those are all the things I think that I want to say. This is a little bit longer than I thought. I thought I was like, this is going to be about six minutes of talking, but you all know I can talk a lot. So those are my feelings on that. No one wins when you dim your light. Shine bright like a diamond. If you need someone to celebrate your wins with you to start off with, send them to me. DM me. Text me. You know my DMs at the Movement Nitro. Text me. 310-737-2345. I got people doing it right now. I got, I got a friend from Denver. She climbs some mountains. And then she texts me. And I'm like, that's fucking dope. I will celebrate your wins to start off with. If you need that proof that there are people out there who want to see you win and want to see you lead with those wins, I will help you out with that. And then I promise you there are other people out there. Uh, this episode's going out on Thursday, so I would be remiss if I didn't mention that legacy applications are currently open and they will close tomorrow. So I had Courtney link those two episodes in the beginning. Uh, Legacy is the six-month mentor mind that Jill and I run for intermediate to advanced female online business owners. You go to the uh, the link if you're driving or whatever, and you want to, it's themovementmystrow.com forward slash legacy. It'll take you to the informational page. Everything is on there. The curriculum is on there, the deliverables, who it's for. Uh, but again, specifically, it's for intermediate plus online female business owners. You can listen to the two episodes that Jill and I did earlier in the week. We talk all about it, why we created it. Uh, the long and the short of that, though, is that, yes, each of us could have, you know, could, and we do independently run groups like this, but we realize that it would actually be way fucking better to do it together uh, and, you know, blend our superpowers, if you will. Jill is all about sales and scaling and selling and naming things. She's like the queen of alliteration, right? The ultimate alliterator, uh, the naming ninja. I am not that. Uh, but on my side of things, I am going to focus on introspection, personal growth, community, community building, trust building. Uh, and you take these two things and you can learn not the best way to sell, right? I talked about this on my post today, not, not, not the best way to sell, the best way for you to sell. You get the best of both worlds in terms of coaching. There is a one-on-one component. There are group calls. Uh, last year we had about, we had 21 people in there. And so this year we're looking for 20 to 30 women. Again, we keep it small strategically uh, so that people can get the attention and we can help them get the results. So if you want to learn more about that, the actual deliverables, everything about that, again, link is www.themovementmaestro.com forward slash legacy. If you have any specific questions after you've read the informational page, please read that first. You folks know how I am. 
Honestly, it doesn't look good if you come and you ask me and you're like, how many calls are there? And I'm like, but also it said it on the informational page and that means you didn't read it. So let's, you know, I haven't had anyone do that, but let that be a cautionary tale, right? None of us like that. So check out the page, read all the things. And if you have any questions, feel free to shoot me a DM, feel free to shoot me a text. Uh, what is that? 310-737-2345. And if you just need someone to share your wins with, so you can start showing up in that bigger capacity, pop the chest up a little bit. I am here for you 100%. Remember, no one wins when you dim your light. Instead of cutting yourself down to be more relatable, how about we look to lift others up? Yeah? All right. All right. That's, I think that's it. That's all I got for you. As always, endlessly, endlessly, endlessly appreciative for each and every one of you. The DMs, uh, someone actually reached out and was like, I do like this in-between time frame. So thank you for that feedback. Just thank you for being the best podcast audience out there. Until next time, friends, maestro. Maestro.